Hello and welcome to the general sit down. I am the Paterfamilias. Joined with me as always is Charlie Bit My Finger. Charlie Bit My Finger, what's it like being a famous YouTube star? I hate you more than any Charlie Bit My Finger, why did you bite that kid's finger? Charlie Bit My Finger, how much theoretical dollars have you made? JK. This is Charles. Dick. All right, so this week in the general set now, we're going to talk about movies. Movies? Yeah, lateral shift. Lateral? Is that lateral? It is. It's a different topic. plane of topics. I thought it was gay pornography. I'm aware. That was before fucking Patty Fam over here decided he wanted to go fucking hard into making fun of my name. Now we're switching the topics. Fucking hard open. You think that was going hard? (laughs) I know a certain mythical creature who might need to be summoned if you think that's hard opening. I will fucking... Drop this mic and walk out of here. So to be honest, I actually only heard that for the first time. What the this like last year? What the Charlie bit my finger or the the fucking candy mountain thing? So um, oh Jesus, it is aside from you know making fun of you or anything. I actually think that's really hilarious, and you totally act like that, like the like the Charlie unicorn. You're totally the straight man in this ridiculous thing, and 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 just I know gives you shit and you've said given shit and i'm going to at some point i'm gonna get one really good one in and uh i honestly think aside from making fun of you i actually think it's really funny oh dude it, it's fucking well done it's like llamas with hats you ever fuck with llamas <laughs> with hats i know but fucking carl those are human hands we don't eat those hands it's about a, two llamas that are wearing hats and one of them is a serial killer <laughs> and eats hands he says what are you doing he's like well i'm a i'm a serial killer and i eat hands that's two things it is one of the best things ever so, uh, what, uh, what movie? What movie do you got first, son? What, what were you thinking? Dude, man, if you, like, look at, like, SNL, the 30 Rock, your comedian shows, like, there are so many co- actual, like, stand-up the TV comedians. TV is an actual lateral shift, by the way. Yeah, you could hear some of the comedians, like, talk about when they were writing for this show, and it's like, well, fuck, I didn't even know that was a thing. I guess a lot of these actual stand-up actors, pretty fucking popular ones, were all fucking comedy writers. Mm-hmm, for shizzle. Yeah, I guess that was a niche thing of Saturday Night Live when they uh, that they would go out of their way to do like stand ups, comedians, people that were aspiring comedy television people to bring them into the writers room as a perspective of what they saw as opposed to what I guess was a formulaic studio board that I I guess still happens from what I hear. Oh yeah, if you listen Sounds to uh, Mel Brooks when he was talking about the Sid Caesar show, he was a he was a writer on the Sid Caesar show. When he was talking about that, he was he was very clear in saying that he would write jokes they would review them they would edit them almost nothing was off the cuff there was no ad-libbing in these shows it was very like you just said formulaic i don't want to call it a documentary because obviously they they feather it up a little bit but it's on netflix called i believe it's called us uh a simply bold and stupid act where it talks about the people who started the national lampoons magazine they had followed in yes exactly and and it follows the the main two guys as they're like establishing this stuff, very, very fucking good because it talks about how like that, like Bill Murray came from there and Chevy Chase and a bunch of people, you know, fucking Rodney Dangerfield, things like that. When they're talking, they even have a whole section where they say they were going to make a TV show, but couldn't get it together. And then SNL came around and stole these people who were writing comedy bits basically for this magazine the national lampoons magazine they're just like they fucking stole our idea but they slowly but surely lost 
everyone that was there's a whole thing where like chevy chase goes so they can get fucking sober and they end up doing a bunch of coke in hawaii the sounds guy, strangely reminiscent of the ghostbusters writing process i guess the, a lot of coke in a distant land uh talk soup uh community the the main guy joe McHale. yeah he plays chevy chase a young chevy chase in that movie so are you fucking kidding me no it's fucking good dude it's i mean it's i guess they were on good terms in community then because I heard he had a lot of bad blood with everybody on community. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, this is Chevy fun. Chase, not you. Yeah, this is uh, this was made after I can they had that. their bad blood. But he, he plays like, you're, you're talking about your Fletch, your, you know, your National Lampoon's mm-hmm. vacation Caddyshack. This is before even that, Caddyshack. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a futile and stupid gesture. And in that specific movie, the that was something he's like, it was his go-to. When he needed something to change, when he needed something that would break everyone out of whatever stupor they were in, you know, a futile, just a nonsense, stupid gesture that breaks everyone out of what's going on. At one point he dies, and he's still telling the story, and it's at his funeral. And it's 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 honestly one of the best things I've I've, I've seen in a while. It's funny, it's informative, but yeah, it's not formulaic. Like it's they would basically just ad lib a bunch of shit, write it down for a magazine, and then put it out. And they were even going to try to be SNL before SNL was around, but they got beat to the punch. Movie remakes. Here's here's my opinion. Why are we remaking good movies? I've seen some really good remakes. Like I'm down with the Jumanji. I loved the first one. I liked the second one. It's a soft reboot remake, so... As as far as... Alright, before we get any further into this, we are going to lump in remakes, reboots, all in the same category because they are remaking even if it's a fucking shot-for-shot remake of a movie. They are all the same. Shout out to Psycho. Shout out to Psycho. But we're going to call reboots, remakes, they're all the same at this point for, for just this conversation we're having. Why can we not remake bad movies? I feel like it's like they they Bro, say they did a second Dirty Dancing remake reboot. Uh, they did Red Dawn. They make tons of terrible but, but movie the, but remakes. But that's but that's the point. What's bad to you and bad to me is not necessarily bad. People fucking loved Red Dawn. That's why they remade it. I'm not no, arguing that, but cinematically, I'm talking about Dick Tracy. I'm with down. Warren Beatty. I'm Bain. fucking down. Where is Dick Tracy's new movie? Exactly. Where is the misogynist down. yellow trench coat wearing John fucking Ham? Dude. Bomb drop. Yeah. Fucking John Hamm. Oh my god, who else would play Warren Beatty in a biopic yeah. other than John Hamm? Fucking at me. John Hamm oh, as shit. the next Dick Tracy. Oh shit. Did we just crack the code? We cracked the code. We cra- it doesn't even matter who else is in the fucking movie now. We nailed the character. Exactly. But you know, like that wasn't necessarily best. Like the fucking Phantom. You have Billy Zane. Also, Not necessarily a good movie. Yeah, but we uh, could redo it. A friend of ours had a strong opinion about that being one of his favorite. He likes the Phantom. That was his favorite one. Billy and Zane. That's the only way I knew Billy Zane for starters. No, no, Demon Knight, dude. Demon Knight. I, I didn't fuck the with Demon Knight. He's the fucking it. Phantom, though. I thought that was a hella interesting. How concept, many though. shitty movies that you have watched as a kid that you could think, wow. With the technology we got, with the fucking actors we got, with the, with the higher grade of movies we can make, wouldn't it not be easier to take shitty movies and give them a second life versus giving good movies fucking beating the same dead horse with a stick? Two words. Monster Squad. Fucking Monster Squad. Monster Squad. I rewatched that shit. So much fucking potential now. Oh my god. Uh, little Monsters. You ever fuck with that? Howie Mandel was a monster that lived underneath the kid's bed, took him under there. There's a whole monster world down there. Fucking Nightbreed. If we're talking about horror uh, movies in general... Let's go back to Monster Squad. Have you ever seen Monster Squad? Though? I have seen Monster Squad. For real? Like Wolfman and his nards? And yes, I have seen for, Monster Squad. I feel Squad. like you downplayed that a second there. Like, I'm not a fan, but still, I've seen the movie. 
You're not a fan? Not of Monster Squad. Of the concept of Monster Squad? No, the concept of monsters teaming up in a squad makes me happy. Okay, but so the we're, movie we're, itself. We're, okay. We're, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. I do like that old one. You know, uh, nostalgia, rose colored glasses, all that bullshit. But I watched it like within the last year and I'm like, holy shit, a re update. Everything can like reapply. Definitely do some sanding up with the gay and re uh, the Me Too stuff and the misogyny for fucking sure. Let me ask you a question. It feels like the 80s were a dark age sometimes. They were. There's, there's a college humor skit about that. <laughs> Would the Monster Squad movie be the Avengers for the Universal Movie Monster Connected Cinematic Universe? Well, I guess that depends on who has the rights to Monster Squad. But and Monster Squad had who in it? Name them off. More Dracula, monsters. Wolfman, Wolfman, Frankenstein, Frankenstein, Creature. Yeah, Creature from, from the Black, Black Lagoon. Lagoon. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't the same Universal-looking one. Was it more person, less fish? <clears throat> more fish, less person. Ah, gotcha. Um, mummy. I think that was it. So the Universal, uh, if, if any of you don't know, Universal had a plan where they were wanting to do a very Marvel-like thing where they were wanting to reboot all of their old villains, all of their old movie monsters, and give them a fresh take. Disappointment. Because that had so much fucking potential. Yeah, I mean, supposedly they started that cinematic movie universe with Dracula. The one that got redone, where it tells Dracula's story. That was supposedly the first one. Well, how was that before the Benicio del Toro Wolfman? No, fucking Benicio del Toro was Wolfman Because they, they blacklisted a lot of those tries at first. Because they were thinking about it before Marvel, I say. Because everybody was. Because yeah, obviously okay. it was a genius idea that just needed to be applied correctly. Yeah, Whedon, I understand. No, <laughs> Whedon. <laughs> Kevin Feige. Yeah, it, it needed um, something. <laughs> But yeah, J.J. Uh, uh, Abrams. I think when it was like, I guess we can call the official start point when they hard launched it was the Tom Cruise Mummy movie, right? Well, see, and I thought that myself too because it was like, oh, that was that. But before that, there was Dracula. It's made by the same person, or it's not. It's made by the same uh, thing. But if you, if you, let's say, let's say you take Benicio del Toro, yeah. his Wolfman. Yeah. Take the new Dracula. It's not a bad movie, but it's not a good movie. Well, I mean, yeah. it's something you watch when you're sick on the couch and it's just on. Because it almost seems like. Somebody had the idea and they just pushed it out because they have the rights for some reason. Exactly. And then you've got to think, the Tom Cruise Mummy movie, have you seen it? Yeah. I, man, it was Why it was, was Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde needed to be fucking shoehorned into this movie? I mean, you, you didn't. because of potential. That's yeah. why. The concept has so much goddamn potential, but it's just that movie was so fucking rough. And it reminded me a lot of Suicide Squad, the way the mummy was CGI'd in and that bullshit, not to jump on Suicide Squad, but back to the mummy. I just, I didn't like it. And I can't say that I dislike a ton of movies to my core. Not every movie has affected me the way 27 Dresses has. I just, it was, it wasn't a good movie. Poor Tom Cruise tried his hardest and Russell Crowe tried. Like you could see that they were really pulling, but I don't think they had good material. Here's the problem. As I see it, you know, I'm a big Marvel fan, Mm -hmm. uh, especially the movies. When you had Iron Man, Iron Man's movie was about Iron Man. It wasn't about anything else. The only time they mention another superhero in that first movie is at the end credit scene where he's talking about the Avenger initiative. Can we get a fact check on that if there was an Easter egg somewhere in Iron Man 1? I mean, they, they may alternate? have. It may have been somewhere in there. But you know what I mean? They didn't directly yes. address it in the movie. This was their test. Yes. yes. They were just then they, they were dipping it at their yeah. toe in there. And then Nick Fury being at the very post credit was safe. Yes. Tribe. The got, Hulk started that, though. With Norton? Nope. Uh, technically, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the Banna and the Edward Norton movies are technically not considered canon to their the connected universe. I think Thunderbolt Ross would disagree. Also, Betty Which, Ross, who's supposed to make a comeback in the She-Hulk show. 
Okay. Uh, I mean, what lived? They out, may shoehorn it in later, but as far as when they started, the their launch movie for their cinematic universe was Iron Man One. That's what I'm talking about, like with the mummy thing that you kept bringing up. Well, the no, Dracula well, well, movie. No. Well, I'm saying the Hulk was the Dracula movie. Then where they sandbagged their first one because well, Norton couldn't come to terms with them or whatever well, the reason. But I really were. think like the the Wolfman probably one would have been the first one. That would have been the Hulk because it wasn't a bad movie. That's fair. I would say that's fair too. Or the Dracula. It, it didn't really matter. But with Universal, I think their hard release start where they're like, "This is the Dark Universe. Here's our fucking logo." Was with that Tom Cruise mummy movie. And to your point. Iron Man was where Marvel was like, we're going to pull this together. We're going to add a scene at the end where it ties stuff together for future. And this is the best possible way in. And we're just going to try to ignore that first attempt since we can't get the actor back. Shout out to uh, the person not in Iron Man 1 playing Colonel Rhodes. My boy Don Cheadle. No, Uh, Don Cheadle for being the dedication. Yeah. Poor Terrence Howard, I guess, didn't get enough money, but whatever. And the reason why I brought that up is because... um, in these movies, and I feel like I can actually say honestly because I've watched the DC Connected Universe movies too, they keep wanting... I'm watching it right now. They keep wanting to like shoehorn in as many little, ha-ha, look, here's the Flash, ha-ha, here's Wonder Woman, ha-ha, here's Aquaman. You didn't need to do that. It's a poor Easter you, you let, Yeah, you let them stand on their own, and you drop little subtle hints, even if you did exactly copied the Marvel way of doing it, which was just after the credit scenes, which a lot of movies have these days. You could do it. I feel like the mummy tried to do the same thing. They're like, instead of letting Russell Crowe be Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde in a different movie, giving him the spotlight 100%. And you know that guy is like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Like, he's got, he's, he's fucking giant ass bag. For sheezy. Yeah. Alleged- uh, allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. Allegedly. He's also a brilliant actor, so. Drinking drinks and singing songs and fighting around anyway, the Anyway, I think we're really getting to a good point, but I think the main fault with that mummy movie is what you were talking about. The shoehorning. The the mummy itself. The villains, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. The mummy. Same fucking thing with Spider-Man. I was trying to avoid saying it, but here we are. Every Spider-Man movie, they're like, how many villains can we cram in here? Every Spider-Man sequel. Everyone. I think it's fair to say sequel, because the first Spider-Man Sam Raimi one was just Green Goblin, right? It was definitely Green Goblin and Sandman. No. Sandman killed his dad. Not not like fucking... We get a fact check on that? Thomas Hayden Church was not in Spider-Man 1. He I can confirm that part. Was Sandman. But he was Sandman in the third one, yes. Yeah. But he wasn't in the first movie. In so the first movie, you, that you may be right. That guy was the illusion, too, of killing Uncle Ben. Yeah. But you, yeah, I, I know that the you, later, you, yeah. yeah. Yes. But Green, Green Goblin was the first. But then, like, you look at I mean, Spider-Man. I you can say too. that Harry's a fucking villain then at that rate. But actually, the main like Osborne, villain, yeah. the focus villain is Green Goblin. Exactly. Norman. Second one, didn't they double up? Uh, yeah, the second one was... Doc Ock was fucking amazing. It was Doc Ock. Doc Ock and Harry? Yeah, it was Green Goblin again. No, it was... Uh, that was Franco's. James Franco's. Yeah, Harry. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, Norman's the father. Yeah. It's Harry's Green, It's Green son. Goblin and... Harry Osborn, the Green Goblin. Yeah, I, I know. I But I, I believe in Spider-Man, there was like... The dad was called one thing and the son was called something different. Oh, fuck. I, they didn't probably call him because he was a stealth goblin. He didn't have all the publicity that his dad was yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. And then... He, he was just trying to keep his shit together. Here we go to emo Spider-Man in number three. <laughs> You have fucking Venom. I just, I cannot, I don't, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Who is the opposite of Tobey Maguire? It's Topher Grace. Tobey Maguire is dorky looking and awkward and that fucking face when he's running and fucking doing fucking jazz dances. To the other than Topher Grace, attractive little dude. Fucking Eric Forskin. Anybody? So I thought it was great. I liked how it was. I, I think that poor Topher Grace was 
stricken by a lack of good material there. Yeah, see, here's the reason why, even though, as all of you will get to know, or already know, not a fan of Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man movies. How many bad guys are in the first Spider-Man movie? The new ones, Tom Holland. Official or Easter egg as Official. well? Official. Like, it were the bad guys in the movie. That's the Vulture, I That's believe. the Vulture. It's Michael Keaton. Yes. Birdman. The Batman. The Batman. Then here Beetlejuice. we go. Beat fucking Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Jesus Christ. Why can I Mr. not Mom. get a new Beetlejuice? Why can I not? They're working on it. Oh, God. They're working on it. He's in on it. Michael Keaton. He's yeah. in on it. Fucking Michael Keaton. It's, that, that one's still sacred property for now. Yeah. So, second Spider-Man, Far From Home. Yes. Who was the bad guy? Mysterio. Mysterio. That's one bad guy. The movie held my attention. The movie was fucking, wasn't bad. Like, honestly, like, I liked it, both of them. It, it had the illusion of an alternate villain. Like, the Lego sets had Hydro Man as one of the characters to build. Yeah. And it was very heavily alluded that, oh, Mysterio's his friend because he's not from Earth 616. There was, like, a whole joke in there where yeah. they, like, confirm Marvel MCU continuity is the main one. is hilarious. Yeah. But see, in that movie, even though they were just like, oh, oh, here's, oh, no, that's not another villain. That's just a fucking thing, Mysterio being it. But you see, the movies, they worked because they're focusing the story around Spider-Man versus a villain. Yes. In fucking Captain America, Red Skull was the villain in the first one. In Iron Man, it's well, been... Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, Steve killed Bucky. Bucky killed himself. <laughs> he knew what he was getting involved in. It's been confirmed. It was Green Goblin in the first Spider-Man movie. It was just Green Goblin. So other than that, they started getting carried away trying to shoehorn in as many fucking villains as they can. I asked about Iron Man. I asked about the first Iron Man movie if there were Easter eggs about the first Iron Man movie. No? Okay, cool. Oh, so I was actually right about that. I don't remember what it was. Oh, yeah. Uh, fuck it. By the way, I want to I wanna Mario level up coin. The blue. Here we go. <laughs> so, like I said, remaking movies. I really feel like there is a slew of movies that were poorly conceived. Like the Amazing Spider-Man too. Well, oh, no, not even, not even. Let's let's get away from superhero movies. Let's let's talk about other movies. Oh. No, okay. So if if we're talking about movies that like, what if you had to choose a remake of a movie that you've seen that you're like, this is dog shit, but you felt like there was something storyline wise that could be salvaged from it, what would it be? I wish I could say I got through that Girl Ghostbusters remake to see the Liam Hemsworth things, Chris Hemsworth, I'm sorry, Chris Hemsworth things that were supposedly hilarious, but I uh, came in here and started working on stuff and let my daughter watch it. All right, so here's it. We'll we'll switch here from a second. We're talking about bad movies that could have been made better. Yeah. But I know you probably got a golden list of movies that you would probably like to see updated, shined up, polished up, maybe given a second chance. Not movies that were bad, but movies you're like, I love that movie. I think I would love to see more of it. Even if it was just an extension, like this is a sequel to some movie that never thought they should have had a sequel to. Oh my God. Could you imagine in this day and age if Disney went ahead and acquired the rights to Looney Tunes and kept Who Framed Roger Rabbit going? Yeah, I'd fucking be down. Holy shit. My eyes lit up as soon as you fucking said that question, and I was like, oh, I love Who Framed Roger Rabbit. We were just watching the Dumbo remake. Fucking shit is lit. That is hands down one of my favorite movies. I'm almost positive it was fucking uh, released in my birth year. Yeah, well, you got to think, like, you've Fact seen the checker. show. You've seen Fact the show. Fact checker. Fact checker. <laughs> Okay, so a year after. So I got to see it when I was a year old. So it's a fucking cornerstone of my life, Eddie. Yeah, it's if you watch the show Happy on Sci-Fi Channel. Which I did do this first season. We're waiting on the second to binge it. Yeah, the way they portray Happy, the way he is animated in the show, it's almost like it is a seamless, he already exists. Already has the cartoon yep. phenomenon of being able to come in and out, change yep. sizes, everything. Everything Roger Rabbit would be able to do. Yeah, and they use the Looney Tunes and Disney as a backdrop just for familiarity. 
to let you know that Roger Rabbit is a pre-existing stars rabbit. You're supposed to have stars, not Tweety Birds. And and exactly. Now, imagine that same thing, but imagine all the cool things that they could have an opportunity to do now in the current age. Roger Rabbit's not back in the same time frame he was in there, but in a later time frame. In our time frame we got now. Oh my god, like in a time frame where cartoons have more depth and seriousness and it's not as much about taking licks and dropping refrigerators. It could easily be about how that sort of slapstick comedy is not really accepted anymore. They're on the fringes anymore. There's no Betty Boops out there. There's, There's no Jessica Rabbits. There's no fucking, yeah, definitely not Me Too era where, uh, all women are beautiful, and you don't have to have a fucking Coke bottle frame to be very attractive. Exactly. I agree to that, but again, that was not the character made there. Betty Boop God. was not that. Yeah, she was She was, She was. was more like, a, she was a character of Betty Page in a way, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. She was that pinup. Jazz stars from like the 50s and 60s. Yes. That, that, the very yes. much lounge uh, singer. Flapper Girl is them? Uh, yeah, well, no, la- Flapper Girls were basically like the Valley Girls of the, of the wrong 20s. They, they were the ones that okay. went to... Okay, yeah, okay, my bad. So I'm way too early with that one. You could easily make it a... Oh, there was a scene with Donald and Daffy having a fucking piano battle. Exactly. And now in Disney's age, if they acquired Looney Tunes, you know that means they acquired DC. So it can turn right into Iron Man versus Batman in a piano battle. Uh, who, owns, who owns Looney Tunes? Does DC own Looney Tunes? Warner Brothers. Oh, shit. Warner, Warner Brothers, Brothers owns DC. DC. As far as rights and movie rights, DC's under Warner Brothers, so is Looney Tunes is a Warner Brothers production. But I mean, fuck that. You could have the Animaniacs the in there, too, because they're owned by, yeah, fuck brain, it, yeah. Tiny Tunes, fucking Teen Titans. Like, like, like I said, if you if, if you really thought about it, and put it together. Like, I think that would be a remake I would like to see. Even if it's not a remake, even if it's just a sequel. Yeah, that, that would be is... more of an extension, like you said, yeah. yes. Like I said, there's plenty of shitty movies out there that they could give a second shot to. Yeah, you know what's a good one? Cool World. Fucking Cool, cool World. Gab- you about Brad Pitt? He's in their fucking cartoons Pitt, and having Gabriel a baby. Byrne, yeah. Kim Basinger. Yes, yes. Yes, we were talking about Frame Roger Rabbit, and it got the ticking working. I'm like, you know what had potential was the thought of Gabriel Byrne's cartoons being able to come to life and absorb him in. Yeah, it's it's Who oh. Framed Roger Rabbit, but nasty. It, it's gritty and well, I mean, ooh, we watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That's a dark fucking. Oh, movie. I'm not saying it's not dark, but like, but it ain't nasty. Yeah, it's rougher. It's way more sexualized. Is I, Cool World? It's it's grittier on purpose. It's almost like it was edited with sandpaper. Again, back to the Who Framed Roger Rabbit. You could even have a whole section where he's like his cartoon universes bleeding in with the more gritty cartoon universes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just as the juxtaposition between how, like you said, what's a classic cartoon of before? It's Looney Tunes and... Flintstones. Flintstones. Oh my god. I have a fucking... I wasn't going to bring that Fred Flintstone thing to bowling tonight, but I fucking forgot at the last second because I have a Fred Flintstone costume out there. Oh shit. Yeah. So now think of a great cartoon of our day. I immediately jump to like Adventure Time, which has depth in its storyline. Flintstones didn't. Jetsons didn't. Like, have the same depth, parenthood, and being the last of your species. Or you're finding out, maybe you're not the last of your species, but your father is a piece of shit who'd cut your own fucking arm off for his own freedom. Yeah. I mean, that show is deep as shit, and Roger Rabbit's just, I'm ready to go. Drop her fridge on my head. No, Roger. In this scene, Jessica left you. What? Yeah, exactly. You can't handle it. But yeah, that's the, that goes back to the same thing about, you know, cartoons change over time. But also... Hey, you uh, know, real quick before you keep going. Fun fact. If you do watch Roger Rabbit, you remember uh, Christopher Lloyd? Yes. Best in the world? Shout out. Best. Oh, my God. By the way, if they make a Who Frames Roger Rabbit, that should be David Hyde Pierce to take his place. No. Yes. Wait. Well, they're, well yeah, he died. So Christopher Lloyd died. 
Remember me? Yeah. Yeah. But um, the, the straight dip. man that goes insane. Yeah. You remember the dip, right? It's actually the ingredients of what makes an eraser. Really? Yep. When he listed off the ingredients, I'm watching the movie and I'm thinking about it. I'm like, okay, I wonder what that fucking is. I actually look it up. The ingredients he listed off are the base ingredients into basic rubber erasers. Like the pink ones? Erasing a cartoon yeah. with dip made out of eraser. Yeah. I it, was like, when I figured that out, like light bulb, I was like, I knew I was onto something genius here with this fucking movie. Yeah. It's a fucking clever movie, dude. I mean, it, it really is. <laughs> I watched fucking Hoover and Roger Rabbit this year. As a, Hoover and Roger Rabbit goes hard. So aside from uh, you know these the the remakes, uh, I've seen several of them. I've also seen things I didn't know were remakes, but apparently are. Like the Fighter with Channing Tatum is apparently like a fucking remake of Lionheart by fucking Jean Claude Van Damme. Is that one the Fighter? The I Fighter. The yes. Fighter was with Wahlberg and Bale. No, that one was called. I thought something Channing else. Tatum's was different. It Am was I called the wrong? Warrior. I, I want to say it was called the Fighter, but no, basically, Southpaw it's, Warrior, well, the Southpaw's Fighter, with all those Jill came Hall. around the same. I know, yeah. but. I'm listening off the fighting movies that came off. Here comes the boom. And what the boom was them with Channing Tatum? So Channing Tatum, yes. But again, that that was a that was a remake of Lionheart. Like I want to see another blood sport. They did make another blood. I sport. I know they did. That's why we don't another, talk about another it. blood sport. Yeah, <laughs> we don't talk about that. I want another Mighty Ducks movie. Did you actually watch the blood sport? Yes. Remake? Was it bad? Yes. I didn't because it didn't have Jean Claude Van Damme in it. And I'll tell you that motherfucker is still fit enough to be fucking spin kicking people. You know, like the way. You don't like Pink Floyd because you were drowned in it in yes. your situations. Not exactly. because you think they're bad or anything, but because of the situation surrounding you, you believe they're overrated because, you know, you were forced to do it. Between John Claude Jean Claude Van Damme and Steven Seagal movies, my father fucking drowned me in Bloodsport and Under Siege. I fucking love Bloodsport. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad, but fuck me if I don't prefer Street Fighter. I would take another Street Fighter movie too. I'd be balling now. I mean, another Mortal right. Kombat movie. By the way, it's called Fighting with Channing Tatum. Is that's the that is the line. Everybody go see Fighting with Channing Tatum, starring Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum, Channing Tatum. Listen, dude, he's, he's a dancer. I don't give a shit. Dude's funny. He's got he's skills. A dancer. Are you tired of using your sister's old toothbrush? Do your legs look like they haven't seen a razor in years? Well, you're in luck. There is a company called Pure Romance that specializes in products that range from bath and body, pheromone enhancement, and bedroom accessories. Link in the episode description. Mortal Kombat. Fuck it. He is the master of the yell because he is blind. It is a kumite. All right. I don't give a shit how many times I've seen it. Dirty kumite. Cool, man. You're talking about Gomez Adams. Oh, Adams Family. I'd fuck with another Adams Family. And not a cartoon. Not Wait, a cartoon. I swim to shore when someone starts talking about Steven Seagal or John Claude Van Damme. It's fine. That's how fucking. Have you I am seen John Claude Van Damme Johnson? No, but I um I did enjoy the parts of the experimental movie he was in where he was making pseudo fun of himself. So I'm on board with him and his he is referential Jean, humor. He's Jean Claude Van Damme. He's an action movie star as we know him, but he's also Jean Claude Van Damme Johnson. He's a secret agent that goes undercover. So did you watch Jean Claude Van Damme? It is a TV show. It is Are amazing. there waffles? Waffles? Maybe. I he's don't know. from Belgium. Doesn't fucking matter where he's from. Belgium. I thought he was from French Canada, dude. No, Belgium. Anyway, um, back to fucking Street Fighter, since we're talking about JCVD. Raul fucking Julia, bro. I know. Gomez Adams? Dude, taken too fucking soon. Yeah. Definitely. Didn't he also die around the same time Ernest did? Ernest P. Worrell? Jim Varney? Oh, my God. Was that around the same time? It would... might have been, but I think them of like legends of my childhood. Go ahead. Yeah. Would you take another Ernest movie if they tried to put somebody else in the Ernest spot? I don't know. Jim man. Varney was a, a master of his craft. It was just, it was his. It was one of a kind. I don't know. Oh, yeah, if, definitely. It was his. I don't his. know if it'd even be worth trying 
It almost seems like it'd be insulting. Yeah, and, and I can kind of and see I'm what you f- mean. I'm not a fan of all the Ernest movies. I am. I, I probably could be now that I'm an adult and I'm not fucking being forced to be drowned in them and baptized. No. But Ernest Scared Stupid, we can all say, is the fucking amazing Halloween movie. I mean, it is. Hands it's down, great. top five best Halloween movie. Not the best Ernest movie. But I wasn't uh, going to say that because, like I said, I'm going to re reproach them now. We can all agree Ernest Scared Stupid is a great movie. Though, right? Uh, yes. Go, Jim Verney was Tyler Verney. Perry of our younger generation. Do you Who would play Johnny Cage in the new Mortal Kombat movie? There we go. That's what we call a fucking railroad. Ha ha, this train don't stop for fucking miles. Who would I pick to play Johnny Cage? And we're back to who would you pick to play Johnny Cage if we remade Mortal Kombat tomorrow? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Fuck you. Yep. I don't think I he said can it. ham it up. Motherfucker, he was going to be Robin. And he was going to be a serious Robin, though. There's no serious Robins. What's his What's his goofiest role outside of Third Rock? Third Rock. I would I would say Don John. Dude, Don John was not a comedy movie. That was a drama. <laughs> it was funny as shit. That doesn't mean it wasn't funny. I'm just saying it wasn't <laughs> meant Tony to be funny. Danza. Tony Danza doesn't do serious movies. You know that. Yeah, he does. It would be Larson. Like, she's Captain Marvel. How can you take that shit seriously? I thought it had Margot Robbie. No, it had Scarlett Johansson in it. It, it did have Scarlett Joe as well. She was a bitch about the Swiffer. Why don't you just get the Swiffer? I like cleaning my house. It's just the Swiffer. So, he has range. I really feel like he would make a good Johnny Cage. Who would you pick to play Johnny Cage? Oh, fuck me, man. A uh, Hemsworth. Like, what? Any of them. Luke, Liam, or Chris. To play Johnny Cage. Uh, probably not Luke. Luke's, Hemsworth, Luke's yeah, it's about to a say, serious dude. Uh, oldest. Chris could definitely pull it off. No, fuck, he couldn't, dude. He's got he's too much upper shape, body. Clean shape. Dude, he's got too Johnny, much upper body. You, you played the new games. That Cage tattoo, he's, he's more upper body lately. Yeah, but he didn't have the legs for it, dude. You gotta have long legs as Johnny Cage. It is an understood fact. Check every game and every picture that's been Who made of him. Who has long legs, motherfucker? I don't think he does. I don't think he has the legs for it. He's ZZ Top all day long. He knows how to use them. Yeah, but who would I? I fucking I think one of the Hemsworths maybe. Well, fuck me, man. Steve Rogers. I think Chris Evans could pull that off pretty well. I don't know if yeah. he has the ham in him though. Still, same problem with Gordon Levitt. Oh, dude. But Gordon Levitt's so goddamn scrawny. No, man. And like, that's his best attribute to me. Captain America fucking ruined Chris Evans as far as people not taking him fucking seriously as a comedian and someone who could do it. If you haven't seen him in Scott Pilgrim versus Lucas the world. Lee, that was what I was thinking. Yeah. Lucas Lee. And I thought of the second fantastic. I'm hot. Thank you. Yes, exactly. Uh, oh, or fucking in- losers. He was, he was a really charismatic fucking guy at the beginning of losers. Also, we we'll take that as a remake. Shame. Too. Shame on the pattern familias. Shame on Rooster Cogburn. <laughs> Oh yeah, not a yeah, not a team. I can't played, believe somebody didn't Prince shit Jr. on your chest. Yes, if no one doesn't know that he dude's got serious comedy credits. You know what? Yeah, I'm thinking about with the black hair and not another team movie. He's Johnny Cage for yeah. me. I, mean, I see it with the glasses. That's really good. Levitt's so small, dude. Seriously, I think I think Hollywood should give him more. That's roles. like you gave I think Lord it's Levitt. Great. Oh, for sure. But that's like you're saying Levitt should play Goro or something. So we're in agreement. Mortal Kombat would be the one if you had to pick. Between Street Fighter to remake and Mortal Kombat, is that what we yeah. were getting at? If, if, if that was what you're in agreement, I'm going to say Mortal Kombat all day. I feel like I would be okay way if they... more meat on the bones there. Street Fighter feels so abstract in a way. Well, here's the problem. Street Fighter, uh, if you look at the lore and you read the stuff about it, like they have backfed it in to where the, the lore makes more sense while they're doing. Really, the game is just a, a like the best fighters from around the world fighting. Oh, yeah, and has 
incredible grudge against Mercedes SL class is 98. Yeah, knock them down, knock them down. But again, Mortal Kombat had a reason why they were fighting. To save the, save the world. There was a or realm there, fucking battle. Yeah, another realm, take over your Earth realm. But also, to more your point and my point about the abstractness, I feel like Mortal Kombat had such a stronger lore foothold before this latest reboot. I mean, because, man, how many fucking, how many androids, android clans had popped up before they, Mortal Kombat X came out, or was it nine? Nine was a soft reboot, right? Yeah, there were uh, four. Cyrex, Sector, fuck, I don't remember the other two, but there were four, basically. Four different they made villains. one out of Sub-Zero, too, I think, right? But how many ninja clans are there? You can't really count Scorpions, because Scorpions are the only one left in his clan. They were the uh, Quay Lin? I believe so. Lin Quay. Lin Quay. Yeah. And then Sub-Zero's clan got fucking murdered, too. So he's, like, the only one there. Reptile dresses like a fucking ninja. At least in the old days he did. Now he's full-on lizard. So, okay, uh, real quick. Noob Cybot. No, it's my boy. Smoke. Wait, wait, wait. How many of those were created by Shang Tsung, though? I want to say, like, Smoke and Noob Cybot. Okay, because in the movie, Reptile was, right? Yeah, Reptile... That was heavily alluded that he was a creature of Shang Tsung's And he may have been. In the movie. Yeah. But I'm asking you because, you know, I don't fuck with fighting games because I'm a... I'm a peaceful person. I'll beat your ass at a fucking staged performance art competition. Flash dancing, yeah, I understand. And the fucking pseudo combat gymnastics where you can't hit A in a fucking circle to save yourself from a three count. Yep, can't do it. But that aside, the ninjas themselves, the robots themselves, the people from our our realm, the people from the other realm, Mm -hmm. you know, Katana and Melina and Mm -hmm. all those people... All the extra people they've added through the lore and everything. I mean, honestly. I mean, it got a little convoluted. Yeah. You could treat it like current day martial arts movies are. Martial arts movies are not always about it. They used to be just fucking almost fighting all the way through. You know, Jackie Chan was running from people. Then he was fighting people. Then there was some dialogue. Then he was running and he was fighting people. I mean, old Shaolin movies, you know, Master of a Thousand Palms and stuff like that. I just didn't get into those. Well, see, I love martial arts movies. You know what I got into was... Don't say Western. No, my dad tried to draw me in Westerns, too. No, around 2006, 7-ish, Ongbok. Oh, dude, I fuck with Ongbok all day. Ja. You're talking about Tony Ja? Tony Ja. And then the Protector, fuck. when he was trying to find yes. his elephant? Oh, my God. And he was running on people's heads? And That's then... when I found, like, an appreciation for that. Because I always, you know, nobody knocks Bruce Lee, nobody knocks Johnny Cash. There are legends of certain industries that just don't get fucking shit on. And even if I didn't watch Enter the Dragon as a kid, I knew not to fucking say shit about Bruce Lee, you know? Just like your dad was trying to drown you in westerns, uh, my dad tried to drown me in martial arts movies, but I love martial arts movies. Uh, as you know, I'm not a fan of sports, but any, like, MMA, mixed martial arts, uh, as far as actual, like, karate or, like, Jeep Kundo or anything like that, and boxing, like, those are my jams. I like those. Blood I sports. I just, I can't believe that you're going to blame your father for the fact that Lucy kept pulling the ball away from you. <sighs> Two and one! Two and one! Ah, uh, I got a Charlie Brown one in, too. Did you hear it? Kite Man himself in the fucking building. That aside. Our DC character Kite Man, his real name's Charlie. Nerd! That aside, you're like a submarine full of things that you just throw at me when I'm literally in the middle of a conversation, and I can't fucking keep my train of thought when you just fire shit at me for no reason. Quintessentially, I picked Johnny Cage. I guess we could agree that. Who would you cast as Ryu if we were doing Street Fighter instead? Ryu. Ryu Akuma-san. Uh, no name. Really? Because yeah. that didn't work out so well for Dragon Ball. Uh, well, fucking, it doesn't matter if it worked out for Dragon Ball or not. <laughs> There's really no way to find an actor that matches his nationality and the way he's built without finding someone and having them trained to build their body and possibly have the same nationality. He is from Brazil. Really? But trained in Japan. 
Just like Ken is from the United States, but also trained in Japan. Yeah, but you know, he's a bit of an Aryan boy, so it was a very obvious. Plus, he had yeah. the American flag on him. Like, I mean, honestly, you could fucking put Hemsworth as fucking as Ken, and it would be perfectly fine. Would you rather? I mean, I'm just saying as Would Ken, you rather do Guile? Well, Since I mean, JCVD was Guile in the other one? Let's do Guile, then. Who would you pick Guile? Because well, I guess that is the Johnny well, Cage type, right? Well, see, they, they always portray uh, Guile in the later games uh, Sonic Boom as a big fucking, like, shithouse of a person. Mm-hmm. Versus the young, in the older or the older games like Street Fighter One and Two and even like Alpha, um, he was he was built, he was big, I really thought but he wasn't was the right size for those SNES games, right? What are you talking about? Super Street Fighter Two was oh, the yeah. SNES games. Yeah. I think John Claude Van Damme was thought, yeah, he was I the right he looked size. like a Guile. Yeah. Yes. yes, he just yes. didn't have yes. the spiky yeah, yellow yeah, hair. Yeah, go ahead. yeah, but in the but in the later games, he's fucking massive. And he looks like a fucking gorilla. I have noticed like, that he's like a fucking cartoon of himself. Yeah, exactly. He's, he doesn't look like a person anymore with fucking crazy hair. He looks like a fucking crazy person that happens to have yellow hair. Like a gorilla that they put fucking camo on. It's like they, uh, as as Mortal Kombat got more bloody and violent, they, they went more cartoony then. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like Mortal Kombat decided to go the opposite way with it and lean into the fucking blood and violence. Yeah, as they should have, because yeah. they're good at it. They're well, I mean, artists now. They are the game that forced ratings that forced the the ratings oh my god the rating you know system what? i'm gonna segue this back into something else i had written down this is gonna this might be now this might draw ire watch his face for me to see if he's gonna leap across what if jake john hall was ryu i mean he might be able to do it jillian hall is just fucking amazing what, what did we watch the other night we watched enemy where he finds his doppelganger in the world I'm not, oh, I have and not we watched Zodiac, Zodiac the night before. It was hard, dude. Zodiac fucking, hard. I, I, I was thinking like, when did I start having this super appreciation for Jake Gyllenhaal? Because have I you seen f- Nightcrawler? Fucking Nightcrawler was what I was gonna say. That's where I pinpointed amazing actor. Because Source Code was, I loved it, but apparently that movie was hit or miss with people. Yeah, I, I liked it. But I, lo- I, I thought it was great. Um, but no, um, my buddy, she's like Donnie Darko, and I'm like, well. Go fuck yourself. Like, Dude, go get Decker your fucking... Hard, go back to Hot Topic and fucking hang out. Dude. Like, can you even tell me what happened in that movie? No, go fuck yourself. Uh, there was a time-space rift where he was not in the spot he was supposed to be, so it threw off time throughout the fucking show, and he basically had to fix the paradox by going back in time by the ghost of the rabbit kid that got shot in that situation so he could be back and fix the timeline and let everyone, like, fucking continue to do what they were and doing. die in the process? Yeah, he died. So... Have you seen to Operation fix Endgame? the paradox. Have you seen Operation Endgame? Have I seen what Endgame? O- Operation Endgame. Uh, no. They have Zodiac codes and everything. It's made by the same people. The lady in it that played the cheer mom is one of the directors of the operation system. Center. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I She made about a your light Easter egg that the events in Donnie Darko were also staged by this corporation. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Did you know? Fuck that movie. Yeah, but Bubble Boy. Yeah, Bubble Boy. Bubble Boy. Yeah, fuck. That's great. where it is. But no, yeah, Nightcrawler was where I really pinned it. That was where the Jillian Hall, like, you know what? That dude was in that fucking fighting movie. Then he was Southpaw. fucking, look at him all scrawny and fucking Nightcrawler. Fucking, he'd just done Source Code, which I thought was great. That was Bowie's son's movie. By the way, you you seem to be uh, taking a wide berth around that uh, specific movie that is in his repertoire. So I'm going to go ahead and address it. Brokeback Mountain. Oh, yeah. Have you seen it? I know a lot of people hard pass on it and say, I've never even tried. Now, I actually watched the movie. Yeah, I thought it was dull. I mean, it was very dull. It was a romance movie. And 
I had a problem not laughing through it because, uh, as I justified to myself earlier today, I've been watching South Park since it came out when I was fucking about to start third grade. I don't need nobody to fucking wait for permission to watch these episodes. That's my jam. They had an early episode way before Brokeback Mountain came out about how independent films are basically just gay cowboys eating pudding. I mean, and I'm just like. Is that not, I mean, they're not eating pudding, but is this movie's really slow and dull, and I, I get the impact, and it was great. I'm, you know, it, it needed to happen. Here's the problem. That's impact in two words. <coughs> impact as in, Sodomy. get the story out there, but also impact in the fact of how angry it made so many people for legitimately no reason. I can't believe cowboys are having sex in the mountains. Fuck that. I'm not watching the movie. It's become a... Well, hang on. Well, legitimately, sometimes you have to draw lines to really see an issue, I think. And I think that movie really started help gain a foothold in mainstream that equal rights, man. Like, equal rights. People are people. Well, yeah. I mean, that, that, that's great. what I was getting at. It's the impact that it had. I cannot tell you the number of people I would have that I would be like, did you watch it? I was working at a video store when that movie came <laughs> out. And just the amount of – listen, I'm going to come out right and say it. Just the homophobia of people in the world of I'm not watching that. Ooh, that's gross. I don't want to do it. And it's like they would be angry at people who did watch it for no reason. It would, it would make no reason. It would make no sense to these people. They're, they're, they're so threatened by a movie that literally you do not have to watch it. It's as if the main selling point of that movie wasn't the thing they were offended by, right? Exactly. It was all very transparent out front. Like, this is about two cowboys who find love on the range. In you know, awkward situations, like like I said, it's an opening of the well, door. Well, less of that. It was, it was more about two men who were unhappy in their life, and this was the only time they got to be who they were, and how one of them was fucking wanting to accept it, and the other one, Heath Ledger's character, which, by the way, fucking shout out Heath Ledger, R.I.P. Yeah, ten things I love about him. Yeah, it's fucking. I do literally everything I've seen him in. Knight's Tale, honestly, I, know, I fucking like I love Knight's yeah, Tale. Yeah, is is one of the best movies that is I've is fucking been out there. It's a lance. Hello. Yeah, I will flog you till your insides are out. Till your outsides are in. It's a trudge. A trudge is more of a just a somber walk. Yeah. Still repeat it to this day. It's it's fantastic. It holds up really well. Like are any it, of those Heath Ledger's quotes though? Because I know no, I'm no. I know I'm dropping a lot of Paul <laughs> no. Bettany and Alan yeah. Tudyk. Yeah. Mark Addy. He didn't talk very much. He let the whole. He was movie. the shit though in yeah. that movie. He was the jam. And then he made the order, and I was like, Are they gonna cast these two together in every movie? Because this one sucked. By the way, I liked the order. Did you? I didn't. My dad loved it, and I was like, This is weird and lame. And I've seen him on a stand singing to a girl, and I love it. Let's let, let's let's touch on that. That that actually brings me to a good point here. Uh, let's let's talk about actors gone before their time. We think could have had good careers. Brittany Murphy. Yeah, definitely. Brittany. That one's Murphy. a hard one. Like anything I'm writing lately, if I have to make a divergence in timelines, you know how they talk about like in Fringe, the show Fringe. Yep. Uh, they 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 do one where like Eric Stoltz was always Marty McFly. Michael J. Fox never got the part back, and they kept doing that like that up. I, mine is that Brittany Murphy never died. Yeah. See, in in, in my world, like. Heath Ledger. I really feel like um, he would have been one of those people, like, very Connery-like. Started off kind of unknown, got real popular for a certain roles, and over time slowly adjusted to his age to allow him to continue making movies. Because fucking Connery is... I would argue that maybe he would transcend that category, well, yeah. honestly. Because Connery, unfortunately, even though I love League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, I guess he felt like he slipped up and 
hasn't really returned to form. Yeah, well, or I mean, at all. Fucking, I'll take that as a remake too. I love League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Alan Moore, crazy motherfucker, but he can write some good shit. See, and I'm gonna say Michael J. Fox too. He's not dead. No, but Michael J. Fox's career got fucking nuked. Mm, I mean, he's he's on a different list now. I almost feel like he's doing a little better lately. I mean, he wasn't designated survivor. If you haven't seen him fuck around with that show on Netflix, was get on that. Yeah, survivor? he was he was a lawyer that was trying to take down that the president. That wasn't a Netflix exclusive first, was it? Nope. It was an NBC show. Yep. Okay. And uh, season one and two, and then it got canceled, and Netflix Keeper, picked it up. It? That's Kiefer Sutherland. Yep. Okay. Motherfucking. Michael J. Fox was in that, right? Yep. Holy shit. That's what you're saying. Yeah, dude, because he was in the fucking West Wing, too. That shit. I love Marty McFly, like fucking Teen Wolf, fucking Teen Wolf, only overshadowed by Jason Bateman in Teen Wolf 2. Terry, Terry, did you touch my son? I'm Ben Mendelsohn. We should watch the general sit down together and converse about whether you molested my son while I arrested you at a baseball game. I'm Ben Mendelsohn. By the way. Black Panther and Captain Marvel. But I noticed while we're watching The Outsider, because he's fucking amazing in that, because he, he doesn't have a, uh, he was the guy that put the scrolls in Captain Marvel, by the way, too, the lead scroll. Jude Law? No, that was the lead Cree. Oh, okay, yeah. You're talking about Scroll. Sorry. Yeah. Yes, uh, sir. Marvel fan, huh? Fuck you. <laughs> you know, the gone before their time kind of thing. I mean, but there's even actors that, like, yes. came in strong, started, still alive, but not acting anymore. Very much so. Um, fucking Brendan Fraser right now. I know he's on a bit of a resurgence, but he, he fits that criteria for the most part Wait, now. what are you calling his resurgence? He's on Doom Patrol. I know he's on Doom Patrol. That's what I was asking about. And who, you know, who doesn't love Brendan Fraser? Dude, I'm a big fan of Brendan Fraser. Not. He should have been the mummy. That should have been the mummy movie that they kept with their connected Kept universe. it going. That would have been cool. I mean, because, oh, that was um, Arnold was... Arnold Boslu from um, Darkman. He played Darkman in the second, in the second movie. Uh, he was the mummy, and I think he was in G.I. Joe, too. Ooh, Dark Man, by the way, was Kiefer Sutherland, I believe, was the first one. Liam Neeson. Was it Liam Neeson? It was Liam Neeson. Fuck it was the Sam Raimi. Got Dark Man together, wrote Dark Man together, whatever, after he lost Batman to Tim Burton. By the way, that's fucking, that's another person that, also like. Also in my divergence. Kind of came out of nowhere. Like, I know Liam Neeson had a whole thing before, like, the Taken series and what he's doing now. Well, I mean, when did Chandler's List come out? Because you, you gotta. Dude, that's a fucking old movie. He was a fucking top-level actor. Because he was a stage actor first, too, because he's from back in Ireland. Yeah. He was like, a heavy stage actor and stuff, too. Yeah, so was Patrick Stewart before he joined Star Trek. So was Benedict Cumberbatch, who still does it. So, I mean, but those are just bigger roles. Can you say that he hasn't had a role that transcended his own star power? I wouldn't. I would argue that Daniel Day-Lewis is a bigger star than any role he's played as as the personality that method acts so hard. So you're saying Daniel Day-Lewis outshines the characters that he fully encompasses. I think the story of Daniel Day-Lewis out outshines. Listen, dude. Most because man, he played a damn good. There will be blood. John Proctor. Oh God, my milkshake. Fucking, yeah. I always go back to the fucking butcher. Gangs in New York oh, is my yeah, fucking God. jam. But I mean, like I said, The Crucible. John Proctor and The Crucible is my jam. Uh, I, I, I fucking... Daniel Day-Lewis might arguably be the greatest actor of all time as far as acting ability, immersion, just and choice of projects that he does and how good his quality of movie over quantity is. But then if I say that, I do also want to make a list of people that do quantity way better. Like oh, yeah. Willem Dafoe, for example. Yeah, well, if I'm going to say uh, he's not my number one, he's probably my number two, to be honest with you. Uh, my number one, and it's just kind of something that's personally myself, is fucking Anthony Hopkins. 
That's respectable. I think Anthony Hopkins is a fucking versatile actor. I can't believe you don't watch Westworld, down. man. I, dude, I'm... He I, is so fucking great. Like, I'm gonna give it another shot. I'm gonna get with Melissa, and I'm gonna sit down with Melissa, and we're gonna watch an episode. If it looks like there's a gleam in her eye where she wants to watch it, I will slug through that Western for her. It's not so much a Western, like, I mean, really... Are there cowboys? Yeah. But there are robots, too, so that's fine. Yeah, there's synths. Yeah, well, so... they don't call them synths, but whatever. By the way, season two, Show Altered Carbon, Carbon, comes out in February. You love that? I liked Altered somebody, Carbon. Somebody... Said it was too fucking hard to follow, so we had to stop watching it. But man, that guy that did Robocop. Who the fuck said that? Amanda. And I was an alcoholic at the time. Dude, Alter Carbon fucking goes hard. Because you know the guy. I did enjoy it. You know the guy who plays Falcon? Papa Doc from 8 Mile? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mackie, Anthony Mackie. He. Spoiler alert. Is the new sleeve for that character. That sleeve died oh, at the real? end of Alter John Carbon. Kinnaman's not in the second season? No, no, that sleeve died, dude. That's super fucking cool, though. But That's they're sleeving sweet... the same personality into it, and I'm, I'm interested to see how what he's going to do with it. We got, like, maybe two or three episodes in, and oh. I'm just fucking, like, I was, like, I stopped, like, whatever I was doing and just staring, and she's like, I can't play on my phone with this and watch you... this, and I'm like, okay. And we just never got back in yet. You know, also, uh, the person that rhymes with Rick, he also said he fucking hated it. He also Didn't said like he it. fucking hated Gangs of New York, so go. dude. I'm saying. Listen, it's a bit long. Don't get me wrong. Gangs of New York is a fucking long movie. I don't think, but I mean, I made that argument about Avengers also, Endgame, but I don't feel th- that about Gangs of New York. I feel Gangs of New York was greatly paced. Listen, I- I've seen The Revenant, the movie that uh, he won an Oscar for. I call that the sympathy Oscar. It is, because fuck, man, he has made so many good movies Better. before then, and Revenant, Revenant was fucking garbage, you really dude. You think it was bad? Dude, it was fucking horrible. The best part about it was when he was fighting a bear. Shout out to Tom Hardy. Yeah, fucking Tom Hardy is better. I was just talking about that earlier today. That Legend movie where he's playing fucking two twin fucking yeah. uh, gangsters. Yeah. yeah, you were. I, I, man, I've seen Tom Hardy's dick too, by the way. We can put that in my penis compendium for celebrities. Page Tom Hardy two. and Bronson has his dick out almost through the movie. And if you haven't seen it and you can stand to see his dick, that movie is fantastic. You're talking about Bronson? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's is that amazing. wait? Is that the one where he's like beats some fucking MMA dude's ass in the ring? Mm-mm. What the fuck is that one? Bronson's where he's the most dangerous prisoner. It's based on a true story. The most dangerous prisoner in all of London had to be released because he just wouldn't stop fighting and causing riots. Oh shit! And he, he like literally goes out and just he goes to rob a post office just to go back to jail because that's where he felt normal. The whole thing, Tom Hardy presents it as a stage show with no audience in his own head, reenacting what happened in his life. By the way, amazing. I heard he's a terrible person to like work with. Like if he's a big o big o asshole. Look, dude, I'll get on my knees for Tom Hardy. He won't hate me. I love Tom Hardy. Do you not understand what the power he has? He's not wrong. Yeah, uh, fucking. But again, they wasted him with Bane because Bane's fucking face is covered. I don't think they wasted him. Well, I don't think. Listen, I think that the I think caliber they wasted of the actor... fucking character of Bane no. for that fucking Nolan movie. Somebody didn't watch Batman and Robin. It does not matter about. They it... were just missing the Venom tubes. That's how... all they were missing. They were... I was going to say, how and many. The, you know, <laughs> big ass fucking grunt. How many Bane iterations have you seen where he does not, in some way, doesn't even have to be tubes coming off his back? Sometimes it's a fucking bracelet that's got fucking little injection things in it. How many Banes have you seen? Is, you are a Batman fan. It's a cornerstone of his existence that he's addicted to the Venom, yes. That he is. Very true. And it is, but, it is. Here we are. It's like, 
I'm fine with making the Batmobile have a fucking bat car inside of it. I'm fine with it being a tumbler. I'm fine with... It's that it's so fucking refreshing to finally see the big, prodding brute character be the goddamn mastermind terrorist he is in the comics. And that everybody finally sees it. I was willing to give up his entire addiction, put up that stupid fucking melted face garbage. But, man, just to know that he was the tactician that I saw in the comics, the one that wore Batman out with every villain in Gotham before breaking into Wayne Manor and breaking his back in the Batgate. It was so fucking refreshing. Passes around. Well, yeah, but honestly, like, if you're going to talk about refreshing, like, characters in movies, like, I want a good Penguin. Like, I know Danny DeVito Colin Farrell's looks... cast as the new Penguin, by the way. Really? Yeah. Colin Farrell? Really? Colin Farrell. I'm not... Dude, how You know, the Colin Farrell can do a lot, happen? but, I mean, I thought Colin Farrell's a little too attractive for the Penguin. Yeah, exactly, because Cobblepot is known to be... Bird-like. Yes. Like, yeah, it's very much like a... Again, Cobblepot's fucking rich. Not anymore. No. Uh, He's from money, but the wealth was squandered by the time he was born. Yeah, but in... in so it's the illusion of wealth. Is in Gotham, is he not wealthy? No. He doesn't have any money. That's why he robs banks and stuff. Ah. And then he squanders all his money back out, getting caught, legal fees. He's still paying off his massive family debt. His entire goal is to reestablish the Cobblepot name. Which has been tarnished because his family's a bunch of shitty people. Yeah. But have you seen Gotham? I, I have not watched The Gotham. kid that plays Penguin in that is, I think, one of the best I've ever seen. Dan, not Danny DeVito aside, we have to put Danny DeVito up on this pedestal yeah, as he deserves to be. And he's on the Mount Rushmore already. We don't even have to debate that shit. But the new kid, he's like this scrawny bird-nosed kid and he's fucking amazing. I also heard the Joker. The kid that got to start playing what the character Pseudo they were Joker. calling the Joker. Yeah. Pseudo yeah. It's the kid uh, from Shameless. Yeah, right? exactly. It's Ian from Shameless. I, from what I heard, I like I said, I haven't watched it. I heard skip season one, go straight to season two. They started making it a comic book show instead of a, a sad uh, kid at a sad funeral. Well, no, season one wasn't even about that. It was the GCPD show. It yeah. was a like almost like Blue a Blue Bloods, Gotham City. Yeah, but in the comic book setting, and then the Bruce Wayne backdrop, and then they in the part that really chaps my ass, you know, really grinds my gears, is fucking with timelines in continuities. Why the fuck is Bruce meeting Selena as a kid? Exactly. Why is Poison Ivy meeting them? What the fuck is Oswald doing being older than fucking Bruce? What the fuck is going on here? And the pseudo Joker was the shit. Like he was great. He might as well have just been the Joker. And he was like twins in the show. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's pretty lit. And that makeup on the cut face I mean, Gotham had a lot of correct steps. I'm sure it had a lot of missteps. I haven't made it past season three yet, and I'm gonna, I intend to keep going further in. Kid playing Enigma was pretty good, too, albeit a little too... I don't consider Enigma an attractive guy, but yeah. I don't consider him ugly. I think he's a plain guy that can just take off his Matthew Lesko suit and be normal looking. Yeah, kind of the way they described him, kind of bookish almost, you yeah. know, kind of yes. slim and slim to the face, maybe glasses, maybe without glasses, but yeah. very plain, very much like a, you know, that this is a, an unassuming guy that hides, you know, whatever the problem is in his mind behind that. But, you know, all that all that being said, the actors that play these things, like, I'm really sad Ron Williams is gone. Fucking R.I.P. Yes. R.I.P. That's one of those actors that came in, made a fucking noise, destroyed the, dropped the mic every time they decided to step to it. Yeah, have you seen World's Greatest Dad? Oh yeah, fuck, dude, oh, that's my really sad as shit. Magnum opus for me. That I think that's his greatest. Dude, movie even movie. one hour photo. A lot of people don't like that, but he was fucking good in it. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was. Oh my god, just pull. 
He wasn't polarizing. I think people didn't really like the movie at the time because it was, you know, fam- <laughs> it was the professor from Flubber. Yeah, fucking exactly. stalking your kids. It, but I thought it was so amazing. And you know, you know, I'm 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 going on a limb here. I'm going on a limb. Mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg. Now I know a lot of people don't like Marky Mark. And they you, you got you got a problem with Marky Mark? Marky Mark dog? Did you know he produced Entourage? Say hi to your mother for me. So, exactly. Fucking, there's movies that I feel like made his career, and there's movies he does it because he just likes money. Shout out to Four Brothers. Shout out to Max Payne for that second thing. Oh, yeah, fuck it. (laughs) Those those, those are not perfect examples, right? Four Brothers was brilliant. Transformers was what I was going to say. Transformers. I thought... You know what? I guess I I didn't watch that one, but I would assume he did the best he could. Oh no, he was great in the movie. I think he was Mark, Mark Wahlberg all day. But Pain and Gain. Have you seen him with fucking mm, Dwayne Johnson? Yes, it's, that movie is fantastic. Tony Shalhoub. The goddamn Departed. With that Leonardo was uh, Mac- Anthony Mackie was in that too, yep, right? Maybe bit. He was the other guy. Yeah, dude. Pain and Gain was fucking. That was Michael Bay. That's my favorite Michael Bay movie. Now that you fucking bring it back, it's not one of the bad boys, unfortunately. It's pain and gain. That movie was so fucking funny and dark and just Miami lit. But yeah, fucking um, the departed. Fuck, the departed. Yeah, that had a Phenomenal. fucking slew of people in it, including Leonardo DiCaprio and Jack Nicholson and fucking Jack Nicholson. Uh, fucking Matt Damon was a piece of shit in that movie. Mocky Mock. Fucking uh, Michael Sheen. Yeah, dude. Michael fucking Sheen. um, Michael yeah. Sheen sneaks into shit. He sneaks into shit. I didn't know he was in Underworld until Martin later. Sheen. Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen. Okay. Michael Sheen played Wesley Snipes, and he's in Good Omens now. Very. That guy's fucking great. Mm-hmm. Like he was the goddamn main looping guy from Underworld. He's been in a bunch of other shit. Have you ever seen that but movie? Martin Sheen from Spawn. Yeah. Have what you movie? seen? I think it's called Passengers. It is the movie that just has um, Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence in it. He's uh, they're on a they're on a cruise liner that's going to go to a different planet. Nope. And they're like fucking yeah, hyper. Nope. hyper I know there's a movie called Pastors, but I've never seen it, and I think it is sci-fi based. So it, it is no, yeah. But uh, Michael Sheen is an android bartender who like helps Chris Pratt deal with his fucking going crazy in space. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoilers. Maybe. Cause, no, well, I mean, because I wasn't interested in watching that anyway. Dude, it was actually really... Have you seen Snowpiercer? Yeah. They were eating people. By the way. Soylent Green. Snow... Spoiler. Blah, blah, blah. Snow... Snowpiercer is a sequel to Willy Wonka. I haven't seen Snowpiercer. You fucking should. It's so know, good, dude. But I've, I've heard great. Like, I haven't heard bad things. And just, I know what it's about already. I'm a big fan of spoilers. I like knowing what I'm going into and watching how it unfolds more but than it being surprised. It is a sequel to Willy Wonka oh, no and shit, The Chocolate right? Factory. I see it. I fucking see it. Yeah. Shout out Matt Pat on YouTube. He's got a whole thing where he talks about film theory, where he talks about that. Uh, here are the reasons why it is a sequel to Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Who are you going to call? Fucking Ghostbusters. That's going to lead us into this next thing here. Bill Murray. Uh, I know him. You know him. We both fucking think he's fantastic. If you haven't yes. seen Bill Sisu's Life Aquatic, amazing. You know what? I haven't. Fucking him and goddamn Willem Dafoe, dude. Seriously, it's fantastic. It are is you a- sure you don't want to do a shame? thing on me now? No, I don't want to do a shame on you. I, I think at some point you're going to hit me with one. Um, Maybe. Groundhog's Day. Oh, yeah. Groundhog Day. You know, that's fucking Caddyshack. Scrooge. Fucking you know what? I think he was the best in Caddyshack, but I didn't like Caddyshack that much. Ronnie Dangerfield was cool, and Bill Murray was hilarious, but I didn't see the rest of the Kind of missed on Chevy Chase. He wasn't playing it funny. Yeah, he was He play- was playing it stoned and straight. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, obviously, you got to give it the Ghostbuster 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. 
you know, but fucking like even his like experimental movies hit it later, like your Lost in Translations and things yeah. like that. They were still fucking fantastic. He's played Hamlet in in one of the reinitions of fucking Hamlet. Like Bill Murray's versatile as shit. Most people think he's just funny because he is fucking funny. But then there's also there's not just the movies. There's the legend of Bill Murray. Yeah, the I, drug pack. No, have you no? Have you heard of this thing he's doing that he does? Oh, with the. There are stories of how people have basically met a wild Bill Murray ah. out in the world. Yeah. Like, he came to my house party and did my dishes. <laughs> he came over here and jammed out with this band that was, you know, in town, and he was playing the fucking bongos. And he refuses to acknowledge any of them except to give people coy smiles. Like, yeah, I did do that. He fucking, there's videos of him showing up at a guy's fucking wedding and talking to the goddamn groom and everything like that and just coming in and just being Bill Murray wherever the fuck Bill Murray happens to be. That's why I think you said that you can connect him as a person. Yes. That it's not a disconnect. Yes. Yes. It goes back to the Daniel Day-Lewis thing. The lore of how it happens, I think, transcends the characters in a way. You know, not not saying anything bad about the characters played because they're all phenomenal and they were all part of this building of the myth. But yeah, man, Bill Murray's like a real person. That your story, Tom Hanks, grabbing people's cell phones when they fucking fall asleep in places and taking selfies with them and boosts and shit. Tom Hanks is a fucking real person to me. I'm going to fucking cry my eyes out when Tom Hanks dies. Oh, yeah. But that, I think, is uh, the good part of celebrity uh, is that when you have celebrities five people. <laughs> who are uh, they come at it in a different way. Yes, paparazzi sucks. It sucks that if you're famous enough that they basically follow you around and make your life a living hell Word. because they want one picture of you. But then you have celebrities who, like, embrace it and lean into it. There's a, a picture of David Tennant where a guy had posted on Twitter. He's like, I can't believe this guy got in my way when he was trying to take, a like, a selfie in front of a Doctor Who poster. And huh? it was David Tennant walking by, huh? who was one of the doctors, if you didn't know that. Was, was it the, do you know if it was the poster from when David yeah. was, Oh, my God. That's fucking crazy. And it's just... It's, I don't even watch Doctor yeah, Who, and it's that's like, a flub on epic proportions. Yeah, it's like this, Jessica! Yeah, this this idiot here got in my way while I was trying to take a picture of myself. And it's just like the, you said that, and it's like, dude, you don't even know. You don't you don't even know. He was right behind you. You could have just been like, hey, David Tennant, you want to stand in here for a second? Steps down. And he'd have probably done it and went on his way. By you the way, David Tennant does a podcast, is another podcast uh, recommendation. By the way... At the end of each of these episodes, I want to recommend a podcast. He doesn't. There you go. Free promotion. I think I can match a couple of those. Yep. But needless to say, it's like, or you get those people who oh, like photobomb. I, I got one too. Actually, real quick. Uh, there was a story. Uh, Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel who Rad? I can't wait till his new movie comes out, Guns Akimbo. Yeah, Guns Akimbo looks amazing. Like, this dude, I think, has finally transcended. You think he dropped the potter? I don't think he did. I think he evolved it in a way because he did go back to SNL as drunk Potter coming back to the new class. And, you know, you just got to embrace it sometimes. Oh, yeah. We saw the woman in black and there was a scene where he's in the dark and the whole movie's in Victorian times, you know. I've seen them. I've seen them. And he straight up does not put glasses on on purpose while he's reading documents because it's, you know, one of his first movies after the Potter franchise wrap. It's the first movie. I believe and I, that I like we were watching like, oh, my God, it's Harry Potter. Obviously, everybody's watching that, you know, poor Daniel Radcliffe. We didn't think of it as a person than we thought of him as Harry Potter. And that's the only thing I really took away from that movie other than it was a pretty decent scary movie. Uh, is that in this scene where it's natural for anybody of that time to put on a pair of spectacles to read through documents by candlelight, he specifically avoided that. Or they specifically avoided that. And that was a big fucking red flag to me. Anyway, the story was that he would wear the same fucking clothes every week. 
to greet the paparazzi so that they could never date their photos from day to day because he's wearing the same Oh, that's fucking, fucking fantastic. And that's just how he got around it. And he was like, well, this is fucking great. We're not going to take pictures of him now. Yeah, and see, like, um, him specifically, he, he's one of those actors, like, and we can get into that, too. People who got stuck in a role. Typecasting, yeah. Yeah, typecasting, because if you haven't seen him, uh, he's part of, he's a movie where he's an FBI agent uh, trying to infiltrate the white supremacists. It's called Imperium. No. That's intriguing as fuck. We're still talking about Radcliffe, right? Radcliffe. Radcliffe no is a, a, like, an FBI analyst, and, like, he gets sent, he gets mm, chosen. Good. Due to like his background and everything, they give him fake identity, and he has to investigate these white supremacists because they believe they've stolen the material to make a dirty bomb. So he's in there and has to fucking American History X learn about their culture Damn. and be that way and get close in with these people. And it's not like where it's like, oh, this is a feel good movie where he realizes the white supremacists aren't all bad. No, they're very bad. Yeah, as they should. But be. it is a story about how a man tries not to fucking lose himself when he is surrounded by the garbage of society. A uh, coming-of-age Donnie Brasco. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty badass. Fucking... You know, is that what you would say you think of him now with? Yeah, I would I would say so. But, like, if I think about that, I think about uh, I think that. Swiss Army Man. Dude, Swiss Army Man fucking went hard. I think that's what I think of him now. Him and um, Paul Dano, I think. Dude, he's fucking... Just comedy games on point. If you haven't seen me in Now You See Me Too, where he's the fucking... I the didn't. son of the fucking uh, magician that's... Or the millionaire I didn't, but I heard everybody fucking hated that movie. But they hated the first one, and I thought it was fucking awesome. Dude, the, I liked them both. I would, I I would was, go I see a third one. I was very much like, cool trick! Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm a fan of magic, even though I live deep in it. I think like, people, uh, it's part of the real culture, I guess. You know, what do you see behind that curtain? Well, fuck you. It's magic. This is a movie. Sit down. That's why I'm a big fan of Penn and Teller, because they'll be like, obviously, we're going to do this trick where you can see the bottom of this, and it's like, we're going to show you this trick, and you can see how it's done, but then that's not the trick. They fucking layered another These trick on top of- standing between curtains. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's a scene in the, their bullshit series where- That's the- one of the best shows I've it, ever seen, is, by the way. It, and it's still like the go-to I have for the anti-vaccination people, where they go, this is this, and this screen here is vaccinations. And it puts a bunch of stickers on it about vaccinations, and it has the thing over here that then they put two of the same targets behind him. Mm -hmm. And they got a big fucking barrel of balls, and they just start hucking them, naming diseases, as they're whipping them at these two things. The other side's getting pelted, nothing in the way, and he's like, it doesn't fucking matter if it may cause something else, it prevented all of these. And yeah. just kind of points out to all the diseases, and it's like, it's the most clear, upfront, to-the-point representation of, hey, vaccines are good, Believe me, that's why there are 7 billion people on this planet. They're the best people to make that argument, in my opinion. I always think Pendulette was always a polarizing figure, honestly. Always a very outspoken dude who was also somehow beloved with magic, despite probably half the country not agreeing with his personal opinions. I think oh, he's, fair to he's, say. A, he's a hardcore, radical atheist. I'm not sure I would believe in his beliefs and stuff, but I appreciate that Pendulette exists. But I think he's the perfect person to make that argument, because when you turn that back around... When you're asking somebody, would you rather your son have autism or polio? And, like, that's what it is in their mind. That, not necessarily what it is for real. My hang-up on vaccinations is not trusting the government. Not so much the logistics of needing a immunity wall, which is a thing. I believe in that. That's real. You need immunities. Shout out to chickenpox. Shout out to chickenpox. But, uh, I mean, mine's a distrust of the government is what it is, and that's that's all that is. There's yeah. nothing else. See, and that can be disproven. I have, a, I have family on the spectrum, the autism spectrum. Mm -hmm. And if someone said... 
would you rather have your kid have autism or polio? I'd be like, well, polio will kill them. So fucking definitely autism. Even but I mean, was there ever an autistic president? There was a polio ridden president. Oh, yeah. But fucking he also died. But we got rid of polio. That's well. That's what I'm getting at. Like, fair point. It's that's again very fair. I'm only playing devil's advocate. Yeah, it's 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 the thought of well, there are no perfect solutions. Do you know that penicillin can still make you fucking sick, even oh, yeah, though it can fix what it is. Hundred percent allergic to it. Yes. Like I'm allergic to uh, the other kind of medicine. I won't name what it is. Uh, even if you're not allergic to it, penicillin can like fucking give you yeast infections. Uh, fucking too many steroids can mm-hmm. reduce your immune system. Like medicine is not one hundred percent. It's a big give and take. Viagra, ah. originally designed as a fucking heart medicine and realized it gave you boners. That is a positive effect, it's but it probably was a shitty heart medicine. because Super negative effects on blood thinners. It, it fucking that, does. Yeah. And it can also fucking blow vi- valves out in your heart because it makes your fucking blood pressure so high. Yeah, but god damn it if you're not rock you hard ru- as you go out. Diamond. They can't shut the second half of the lid. Yeah, cutting bit. Fucking, they have to bury you fucking facing down so the dick is in the dirt. You could even go with those actors that fucking were terrible in movies and somehow got roles that made people fucking like them again. I didn't know who the fuck Orlando Bloom was until Lord of the Rings. Um, and I fucking... Did Pirates of the Caribbean come out before Lord of the Rings? I thought that was his breakout. I thought you were going to say Travolta, though, honestly. Uh, fucking dude, I Travolta, Travolta, Travolta had, had Saturday Night Fever. Or Bruce Willis. Well, no, I thought you said people that got it, dropped Resurgence. No, no, so I don't think you were leaning back into I RDJ. mean, like, people that were fucking no names or maybe had a sm- oh, couple small oh, like roles. Overnight. Yeah, then, oh. then all of a sudden, bam, one role got him out there. Because even, like, Johnny Depp had so many good roles leading up. Like, he Is had a Sir career. John Hamm? Fucking John Hamm, dude. Mad, Mad Men just shoot him up? Yeah, dude. Um, yeah. Uh, it's like, ooh. fuck, I don't remember seeing goddamn... Gandolfini before Sopranos. Do you got anything? Fuck, no. Ryan Reynolds in Waiting. Uh, Ryan Reynolds in uh, Van Wilder. That was where I saw him. Van Wilder was I do believe, yep, you're right. I think Van Wilder was first. Because I was but, like, don't uh, even Two guys and a girl in like, a pizza Don't even fucking say the pizza shop. Yeah, two guys and a girl in a pizza Fuck shop, you. dude. That's fucking, that's he where he got his thing. He was still Dane Cook back then. But, but again, like like I said, Orlando Bloom. Fuck, I didn't know when you say uh, Lord of the Rings was before Pirates. Yeah, Lord of the Rings was before really? Pirates. Yeah, it's it's the okay. thing that got him pushed onto the pirates. Legolas? He was Legolas, yes. yes. He was the blonde-headed elf. Yeah. But yeah, again, I don't know who the fuck Viggo Mortensen was before I fucking saw Hidalgo. him. Hidalgo, yeah. History of Violence? First of all, I think a History of Violence was after Lord of the Rings. I'm not sure it was, but... Hidalgo you know. after Lord of the oh, Rings? Oh, for sure. Also after... I believe that was after Return of the King. Yeah. I think that was when his star shot. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, he fucking... Nah, he's a great actor. I'm not gonna fucking deny that. I've seen some good shit. You also gotta remember that, you know, fuck Lord of the Rings. So, my timeline there is skewed, so my apologies. What do you mean, fuck Lord of the Rings? That seems like a hard stance to take for a really good series of movies. It's a Cialis stance on a set of movies that were better as a cartoon. Uh, and also boring. Agree to disagree. I do agree to disagree. It's it's different strokes for different folks. By I the way, if you haven't ever tried Drummond. to devour a day with Lord of the Rings... Watch the extended of The Hobbit 1, look, 2, man, and 3, look, and then The Lord of the Rings 1, 2, and 3. Look, it takes may, a day. This may seem insensitive. I sat through Hero Season 1. I've said that before. In a day. Nope, 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 By the way, if Too any far. of you heard a uh, a large beep for a couple seconds, a few seconds ago. just went a little yeah, too far. Uh, Daddy he, got a little drunk on the whiskey. So, but but again, like I never fucking like you said, James Gandolfini. I don't know who the fuck that is. Uh, the guy who plays Dexter, he uh, was in the Michael Mexican. C. Hall. He was in Gamer. Gamer was after Dexter. Who gives a shit? Um, well, you keep naming movies that are after they got famous. It's like Michael no, like, C. Hall was in Six Feet Under before Dexter. He I was, believe. and but again, 
that, think that was the one that really. That, but, but no, I, you're right. Dexter is. Well, yeah, we got to think. For the argument. Dexter's the thing that shot his yes. star into the atmosphere. You're right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let me jack you off this. Time. <laughs> Do you like baby slow oil? stroke? Slow stroke. Yeah, I put on Ride the Lightning the other day. Just about ripped my dick off. Shut up. Shut up, Kyle Kinney. That's not Kyle Kinney. That's Dan Cummins. Oh, that is Dan. That's Cummins. the fucking uh, the the street fair. Oh, uh, the slow jerk. Yeah. yeah. And then later he's like, "I'm not that bad of a father." My story times are like, "It was 1997, Folsom Street Fair." <laughs> I tell the kids about slow stroke. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, what I want you to do to me oh, is what that young man is doing to that guy. See, all smiles though, no frowns. Yeah. Shout out to Time Suck. Yeah. If 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 we're throwing recommendations early like you did, mine's gonna be Time Suck out the gate. Yeah, Time Suck. Uh, very good. Too many episodes for me. Haven't, haven't been able to make it through them yet. That's because I fucking subscribed to 27 other podcasts that I got to keep track of. There's a lot of ire about remakes being made, about movies that shouldn't be remade. It really broke my heart, and it really put my age into perspective when I found out that Memento was getting remade. I did not know that was happening. And I'm like, are you That's fucking not that old of a movie, either. Me? 2002. Like that's a fact. Years. That's yeah. not a lookup. That's 2002. That was a hard realize I had to find. And I was just kind of profoundly insulted as to what could make that movie better. Because I don't think there is. It was very good. That movie, as far as its story, was, I think, pretty perfect, succinct to the point. The timing was great. Mindfuckery, yeah. The right amount of confusing, though, because it was possible to follow with a little bit of fucking direction. It's not like Enemy, where we watched Enemy and we had to really fucking think about contextual shit to figure out the ending. But they're remaking that. Uh, They just remade The Craft. I don't know how I feel about that one because they're updating The Craft for the new, you know, more women empowerment times that we live in, thank God. But I don't feel like The Craft suffered from that. Maybe maybe that's me looking through lenses of uh, privilegedness, but I don't know that it didn't touch on. I thought that movie was about women empowerment and even within a woman's circle. If you're right, you have the right to be powerful and strong, right? I, I mean, I would agree. I would, I would say that movie is very heavy into, uh, like, female empowerment as far as – because that's, like, the main reason why they're all together. They get back at the people they are, but it also shows how that power can corrupt the people around you yeah. and yourself, to be honest with you, because the main chick there, she went fucking batshit crazy. The two people – fucking Nev Campbell was in that movie. Nope, that wasn't Nev Campbell. That was uh, – Feruza Balk was in it for sure. Well, no, fucking – was it Nev Campbell? I don't think so. I don't know. Either way. As far as like remakes that I've seen, yeah. that I wasn't no, was happy. Nice. Yeah, she she was the one with the burn scars. Oh. Nope, she was the one that tried to kill herself. She had the, the slits on her wrist. Uh, the one that burned herself was the swimmer. So, so what would you say is a movie that shouldn't be remade then? That shouldn't be remade. What uh, would you think is just it just not that it's sacred per se, but why would you why? Can can I make this a uh, twofold answer here? Sure. The Godfather. Oh, man, how could you even? Do you know why? One, I think it, it's very well shot. Yeah. Uh, I think the people that were in it made the movie, like Brando. Shout yeah. out, Brando. And the last thing I'll say is, the movie is garbage, and I do not want to see another one. Or two, or three. You think so? Really, I don't like it. I really I, like Godfather. I have tried. It is very much one of those things I have tried multiple times. I have had people go, well, you just don't understand it. It's like, no, I understand it just fine. If I want to watch a mobster movie, I'm going to watch Casino or Goodfellas. Or Untouchables. Or Untouchables. So do you think it's the operatic of it? Maybe that's just too... I, I f- it's not your style? I feel like... Because Godfather feels like an opera. Yeah, I mean, it kind of does. It also is like a Shakespearean play. Yes. Very, very much that. I don't think the movies are so long, but they feel so drawn out. And the horse head scene in particular, you just, 
You feel it as it pans out. Yeah. I wouldn't want to see Scarface redone. Because I think I Scarface know. is its own movie. It is good for what it is. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Godfather was Coppola. Oh, Francis Ford Coppola? Yes, Godfather was Coppola. Scarface was De Palma, though. I think, but that movie stands out on its own, and I really don't feel like it needs to have it an update. It is a remake, though. Is it a remake? It is is a there remake. another Starbake? Scarface, the original, was about gangster Scarface and Prohibition in the 20s. Kind oh, of shit. It was a black and white movie, and then they remade it into the Latin immigrant. So, I mean, yeah. they really Cocaine. could remake Scarface again, because the name Scarface is just kind of like it's the empowerment crime term. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, like becoming a kingpin. So, I mean, they, they could, but I, who would want to get behind that? That's like shitting on Al Pacino's legacy, and they already let Adam Sandler do but that. The fucking but Al Pacino has Pacino's. so much fucking good. Have you seen The Scent of a Woman? Yeah, Scent of a Woman. Yeah, it's fucking great. Like that's Pacino at his fucking best. The Devil's Advocate. The Devil's him Advocate's and really fucking good. Keanu Reeves, and he's the devil. Yeah, he's the yeah, devil. That movie's amazing. Is that Charlize Theron too? Right? I believe so. I believe she was in there too. She was his wife, I think. Keanu's wife. That's another person that like I thought started out strong and then fucking took a dip and didn't act for a long time and then came back as Neo. Fucking our Lord and Savior Keanu Reeves. Well. Clearly, someone wasn't watching Johnny Mnemonic. Oh, I don't know about Johnny Mnemonic. I'm just saying. But it was just it was, it was one of those movies he but, did in that time that weren't. It was just Nick Cage phase. How I guess many call it now. Statham movies have you seen in the last, let's say, year? Year. Oh, this the 2019. How many Statham movies did you would you say you watched? Not old ones, but new ones that came out that you wanted. He's not going to hear this and come after me. Yes, right? he I'm, is. A, I'm a huge fan, but I I'm a big Statham not fan too. Kept up with anything he's done. 2018. I think the last time we were super dedicated was when he did the movie with franco about being the uh the father and the drug de- franco was the drug dealer the hillbilly shit. drug dealer yes yeah I think, and around that time i was watching everything he did but then i just kind of leaned off a little he bit he hasn't done much he he's hasn't he's, he's done smaller movies he's done the meg hobbs and shaw but he did the fast and hobbs and shaw. stuff yeah th- that stuff was years ago except for hobbs and shaw which was recent yeah yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that stuff is not compared to when he used to be well i'll say he was in the the transporter nah. the fucking transporter movies literally came one right after the other yeah non-stop while those movies were coming out he had other action movies that he was in because you could tell that these actors will have a surge where they're popular and they want to film them and everything yeah how many fucking keanu reeves movies do you remember after bill and ted did so well speed yeah, Speed. Um, Fucking Dracula. The Time Traveler's Life or uh, whatever that, that was, was called. La- that was later. Uh, How much later? Goddamn, what's that? Point Break? Goddamn, what? firing the gun in the sky. Swayze's getting away. Wait, Point Break was after Bill and Ted? Point Break is after Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted's like his, yes. his breakout role. Yes. Yes, yes. Dracula was shortly after that, and like a year or two later, he cut his long hair. It was short. That's when, like, you got your speed, your speed two with him and Sandra Bullock. Speed, that was speed one with Sandra Bullock. Was she in two also? She was in two, he wasn't. Oh, gotcha. Wait. Yeah, she was in two, he wasn't. But fucking, like I said, Point Break. And there was, there was several other movies there. Fucking, but later on, he started getting into these smaller roles, kind of like I was just describing with Statham, like Scanner Darkly. You fuck around with Scanner Darkly? The movie's fucking amazing, but it was well after The Matrix. Yeah, I know it was. That's what I'm saying. It was but well like, after his resurgence. Point. But yeah, he, he got back in with fucking Neo, and everyone's like, oh fuck, is that Keanu Reeves? And that's like, it restarted his shit. Like, now he's in all kinds of shit It now. just didn't. There was a time period, because of Johnny Menominic, that he was my favorite actor. Ice-T was in that movie, fucking Henry Rollins. It was just about how he's like a fucking future hacker and they used his implant in his brain to fucking smuggle data between corporations. And he had mnemonic impressions left from them that were causing nightmares and headaches. And everyone was trying to fucking cryo-freeze and take his head so they could extract it. And it was really just fucking like 
like low budget kind of sci-fi hacker movie slash apocalyptic style, but it's cool. I will, I will fucking shout out that movie. I will also shout out Extents. Have you ever seen it? Jude mm-hmm. Law meets a lady who's using organic game technology to put you in a virtual reality setting. Full full dive yeah. virtual reality, but it's like organic. And the whole movie is like them running from people trying to kill them and take it. Fucking twist. Everyone can see it. It was all fucking in the game. It was all the game to begin with. The whole movie, basically, the first ten minutes of the movie is the real world and the rest of it's all in this game. Fucking super interesting. If you like Jude Law, fucking get on it. It's fucking amazing. It's a movie that I used to watch when we had HBO at my grandmother's house and it would come on late at night at about 11 midnight. I'd fucking catch it. One of my favorite movies. Again, I like in this day and age that you can get people coming back. I mean, even even Will Smith took a break there for a while where he was fucking in everything. And then he kind of dipped off the map for a while. And then when he backseated for his kids for a little bit. And then yeah, exactly. Back in the front when he was trying to get Jaden and Willow, get get their career off he there. He realized who had to drive this money train. Definitely. It wasn't Jada. Jada? Oh, well, Jada probably could have. But, you know, she, I think she has chops. She was in the Matrix as well. Dude, she's, she's got she's got fucking great chops. That's the thing. Like, but she doesn't have to. I mean, listen, yeah, you look at Will Smith money versus Jada Pinkett Smith money. There's a difference, and it sucks that that's the case. It is, but Will Smith's a fucking good actor. You know, she's also uh, a rock star too. Oh yeah, cop killer. Stuff. Yeah. Fucking what? Fucking. There's a whole video of her online where she's fucking scream death meddling fucking cop killer. The iced tea. Yeah. Oh no shit. Yeah. Nice, the body count. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. No, I always like Jada, like Fresh Prince. Yeah. She was on that show. Fucking, I think she was dating Tupac then or something. Yeah, and also, they're one of the few Hollywood couples that have fucking legit made it. Yeah. Like, they are good. Brad Pitt cannot stop fucking marrying people and adopting kids. Like, he has been fucking married so many goddamn times. Twice. I don't understand why he even continues to do it. I mean, meh. Man, what's he supposed to do? Give up? Because isn't like Tom Cruise on his third one too? Yep. Oh, dude. What, there was Nicole Kidman. I, I don't think that I want to be followed by Vans. Nicole then Kidman there was, was fucking. Was his, I think, first famous wife? That was his first famous wife. Um, and then there was, was Penelope Cruz after that. He married Penelope Cruz? That's how she got her last name, bro. Her name is C R U Z, by the way. Oh, his is what? Uh, C R U S E. So, no. That's no, not a factual it. statement. What? Oh, he did date Mimi. He was with Mimi Rogers first. That was Risky Business and stuff. Oh, okay. So it wasn't. But I knew he, he was in Vanilla Sky with her. He might have dated her. I don't know. But. Oh, uh, fuck. He was in Vanilla Sky. So I thought that was Nicole Kidman. That's Eyes White Show. Yes, that's, that's Eyes White Show. Cameron fucking Diaz and Penelope Cruz. Goddamn those two fucking movies right there. And that's the thing that pissed me off about Tom Cruise, too. Like, the dude wants to do nothing but action movies, but he's fucking. He's a good actor when he applies himself, dude. He said he doesn't want to do anything but action movies. Name one movie he's come out with in the last two years, or two even the years? last fucking ten years, that was not an action movie. Ten years, ten years, ten years, ten years. God damn it. Can you say twelve years? No. You won't go to twelve? I can name one in ten years that wasn't. Name one in twelve. What's that? Tropic Thunder. Yeah, where he was the fucking guy. Yeah, that was 2008, yeah. though. But no. Name name something. I can even name something earlier than that. Rock of Ages. He played a fucking retiring, fucking yeah. washed up fucking Jeff rock Leopard, star. Fucking... Journey, first of all. Because the song yeah. that he writes is Don't Stop Believing. And it's a rock, rock opera. Rock of Ages is a Def Leppard song, though. It does, but the whole movie is based on different types of rock music. It's yeah. not like Across the Universe where it was the Beatles. By the way, shout out Across the Universe. It's fucking amazing. It's kind of boring. Whatever. You should listen to Pink Floyd instead. But again, he's like all action movies. The Jack Reacher movies are fucking fantastic. I can get behind a Mission Impossible movie where they're fucking f- fucking sliding from the ceiling and trying to catch Ghost Protocol. Ghost fucking Ghost Protocol. Yeah, Ghost Protocol. Ghost Protocol is the best one in my opinion. 
but again, like I can get behind that, but there's something bad. It's like the same reason why I'm not a fan when Brad Pitt decides to go do war movies. It's like he'll do five or six of them in a row, and it's like, dude, you do understand that you're fucking funny, right? Did you like, watch Fury? Yeah, dude, I've watched Fury. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. Oh, well, that's why. But but again, I'm not saying it's not, but he also makes shitty movies like World War Z. Was that shitty? Yes. Or do you just have a fucking tainted opinion on that? No. I didn't read the book first. I didn't read the book first either. I read it and after You thought the it was fact. a shitty movie? Yeah, I thought it was a shitty movie. If I wanted to watch a movie where, like, zombies are trying to take over the world, I'll watch I Am Legend with fucking Willie Smith, man. I hate I Am Legend. Those aren't zombies. Those are, like, werewolf monsters. Yeah, so, but again, we're talking 28 days but if you're talking, time. like, uh, Interview with the Vampire, fucking fantastic. Melissa's not a fan. If you fucking look at, like, Burn After Reading or fucking, like, uh, it just fucking Fight Club. I know that's the bro movie of the year, but, like, Fight Club, he's fucking fantastic in it, and he's not fucking playing a war veteran. He doesn't... No, stop! Like, play funny roles again and show people that you have depth. That he was post-military officer in seven. He was a cop. That he had military background, though. I believe that that was touched on. But I'm not saying like military. You see, now you're nitpicking. Like what I'm talking about is that it is a military movie. He is a. I know. I thought of Fury immediately. I know what you meant. Like that fucking because he wants to have that haircut that looks so good on him for a while. He does, dude. He fucking rocks it. I think that's all it was. It's like Fury came out and he's like, I got to keep this for a few movies. How can I? Yeah, it's like Clooney with the Caesar, dude. That fucking haircut he rocks. He's been rocking that shit for a minute. I mean, yeah, but it ain't broke. Also, fucking Clooney, man. That dude will not make movies for a long time and then come out with like seven of them all at once. Has he been in a movie lately? I can't fucking name one, dude. Mm. But I know when he was like, oh, brother, where art thou? And fucking all the movies where he was playing in a rom-com and yeah. fucking the men who stare at goats and shit like I love that. that movie. That dude's fucking funny as shit, but he's always trying to play something serious. It's like, I understand comic comedians want to play serious roles. Serious people want to occasionally do comedian. You don't want to be typecast. Yeah. But again, maybe do two serious and one funny. Do one weird psychological thriller. Fucking Bruce Willis has a weird catalog of movies. Yeah, but Steven Seagal didn't buy his house by changing up his routine. I know he didn't, but also... He pandered to the fucking demographic that loved him from the first. But also, where the fuck is he now? We're not still fucking beloved by that same demographic. I know, I'm just saying, but like, as far as most of the population is concerned, fucking, unless you're a Steven Seagal fan and have been for a while. He's a fucking nobody. Yeah, he's a fucking nobody. But if I ask you, name me four Bruce Willis movies. Can you do that? Twelve Monkeys, Armageddon, Six Sense, Unbreakable. Yeah, fucking. Just, there you go. I didn't even mention Pulp Fiction or fucking Fifth uh, Element. Hudson some of my Hawk. favorite ones. Goddamn, yeah. fucking uh, Death Becomes Striking Us. Distance. Fucking Death, Death Becomes, becomes Us. Oh yeah, Death Becomes Us. Yeah. Yes, yes. Fucking, that's a weird movie. Fucking that's Twelve Streep too. Twelve Monkeys, Brad Pitt too. Also, yeah. Fucking weird dystopian time travel movie where you're coming back to fucking stop some shit that you don't actually know how the fucking happened. That's weird. But then he'll go and play Corbin like, Dallas. Goddamn Fifth Corbin Dallas. Element. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird movie, but it's fucking great. John McClane in space. Yeah. Shout out, fucking Gary Oldman. Dude, Gary Oldman. That's one. If I like, I know I mentioned Willem Dafoe earlier, but. If somebody was giving Daniel Day-Lewis a run for his money, it's goddamn Gary Oldman. By the way, if you're talking about quantity, neither one of them win. We're talking about Luis Guzman. That motherfucker's been in everything. Luis Guzman from Anger Management, from The Count of Monte Cristo, from... Waiting. Yeah, He was in Waiting, yes. Yeah, he was a chef. Yeah. He was also in fucking Money Train with Wesley Snipes, who I'm really sad fell off also, and, and Woody Community. Harrelson. Yeah, Woody fucking Harrelson's community. still not falling Well, no, he's not falling off. I'm talking about I'm talking yeah, he yeah, was yeah, in that yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Which is funny, because they also... Like, that was another one that... Fucking to the speaking back to the by the way, there's a bonus episode you'll find in the future where we're gonna keep hearkening back to in the other episode with the crossovers. 
fucking Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes had like fucking three movies where they were fucking like they were it was yeah. it was him and him. They worked real well together. Yeah. And fucking it's like they had a Marvel fucking crossover fucking run for a short period of time where it was like this is the adventures of Woody Harrelson and fucking Wesley Snipes. Was Woody Harrelson in the MCU already? No. Who but could he's he be? Venom. Oh, he's Carnage. <gasps> oh yeah, so he's slated. Yeah. He's yeah, like, he's, yeah. cla- he's cast is that right? Dude, he's he's good, but is first that of right? All, like I, I really feel he's man, I will I will give Woody Harrelson a lot of fucking ground to stand on. I mean Jesse Eisenberg had potential, but he should have been Riddler. Should have been Riddler. We both agree about that. Yeah. So maybe And Henry Cavill right. should have been the Witcher and not fucking Superman. I mean, let's just say Henry Cavill shouldn't have been Superman. He's also He super- looks like he's a Superman, but yeah. So did Brandon Roth, but oh, here we are. Roth. He's he fucking might be my Dylan Dog looking Superman. Dylan Dog. <laughs> Came back in all those Arrow crossovers. Yeah, he was a crush on Infinite Earth. Fucking so did Smallville. So did the guy who played fucking... And Michael Keaton was in a picture marrying uh, Vicky Vale or whatever. Uh, it had the guy that played Nux in the 1989 Batman. Listen, dude. Robert Lowe. Robert Wall or something. The DC CW shows, a lot of people give them shit, dude. But they put a lot of time and effort into trying to give the people what they want. I'm not a fan of sloppy beginnings and then you use that for lubrication later. Fucking butter and a running start, man. Yeah, it's like you came before you started. It's not my style. <laughs> not, my, not my kinks, not my style. Yeah. Fine. All right, well, fucking, I think that's about going to do it here. Yeah. Well, start off a little rocky. Uh, somebody yeah. somebody decided to fucking laterally shift into uh, making fun of my name. It's fine. You know what? We laterally shifted into movies next time. Yeah, fucking who knows what the topic's going to be. Takeaways from this, Paris? You're heavily offended by uh, pseudonyms. Cool. Fuck him then, and we're going to sign out. Have a good night.